My name is Lisa Marie Wand, and my amazing co-host is Stephanie Gillison, and we spent the last two decades growing and scaling our businesses. And together, we're bringing you a new space for you to learn alongside the best in real estate business at CRE Power Hour. Today, our guest, I think we're going to have a fun show again today, Stephanie. This our is guest definitely going to be fun. is Eddie Gonzalez from Arizona. <laughs> we're so excited to have you on the show. So let's get right to it. Hi, Eddie. Welcome, and thanks for being on the show with us. Thanks for having me, ladies. I'm, I'm excited because, Eddie, you are the definition of all those old geezers that are like, don't be posting on social media. You can't really be a real commercial broker if you're on social media. I love it. I love that you're here. I love those it. Those guys are for the birds. They're for the so birds, talk to man. us about your social media presence. Let's just get right into it because we know you, know you can get deals through big deals through social media. So talk to us about, you know, how you got started, your concepts, like what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I do get big deals from it. It's a, and it's a ton of fun. It really, it started one day in my mentor and business partner's office. And I walked in and I had already been posting on Instagram and I thought I was going to get into a little bit of trouble. So I said, Hey, Here's what I've been doing. And my dad had raised me to be a beg for forgiveness type of person. And he looks at it and he goes, what are you asking me? And I said, I just want to make sure that like, this is what I'm doing. I wanted to show you. And he's like, if you're asking me to be on this, I'm not doing it. But if you want to do it, I want you to do it. And he used something similar way back in the day called Craigslist. And that was the innovation him and a couple other brokers in Phoenix used to really get their footing when they started doing leasing and commercial real estate. So he's like, Instagram is the equivalent of my Craigslist. So he's like, run with it. And I've been running with it ever since. Eddie, I tell you what, it, you know, so I've watched and for anybody that's watching this show, if you all have not looked up what Eddie is doing, you got to look at it and you're going to look at it a little bit like twice. You're going to go, wait, did he really just do that? I mean, you know, yesterday as we're having our prep meeting for this show, Lisa Marie and, and Daisha, who's behind the scenes, we're talking and and we start talking about your bathtub talks. I mean, share that with people because there's a lot of people that are going to see this. They're going to go, what? A commercial guy in the bathtub? What? Hashtag tub talks. I'll tub tell you, talks. I'll tell you exactly how it started. And I also tell you something that's relatively new because I was at a black tie event recently with my mother as my date. And a lady <laughs> came up to me and said, I love what you do in the bathtub. I watch it every time. And my mother swings around, not being on Instagram, not having a clue what happens in my bathtub. And she's like, what? And then I had to show I my mother. I beg your pardon. It was all about. 
No joke, this got, just happened. You got How did you you come up with, and everything. It, oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's all done. Up. All the, I yeah. mean, how did you how did you decide one day, okay, I'm going to do tub talks? It was honestly a dare. Okay. So my good friend Blake Haggett and I were going back and forth. He's a younger broker as well. He's in Boise, Idaho. And literally just like Kyle and I do now, we're always bouncing ideas off each other. So we're on the phone one night. We're like, hey, what if we try this? Or what if we do that? And like in the middle of it, I'm watching the time. And it's time to get in the bath because I take a bath every night. And I'm like, bro, I got to go. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm, I need to go. I'm going to jump in the bath. That's part of my nightly routine before I go to bed. And he's like, men don't take baths. I'm like, this one does. And I do every night. So yes, they do. <laughs> and he goes, I dare you to make a post from the bathtub. So I did it on a story. And then everybody made comments on the story. And then I'm like, all right, well, why not have it in the actual feed and let this thing do its thing? And it did. And I was literally getting calls from other brokers around the country. And I got a call from our marketing team that wasn't so happy about it. And finally, I just kind of kept with it, kept with it, kept with it. And then it's funny, actually, Natalie Wainwright was one of the people that came up to me and she's like, you know, there was a lot of negative intention because of Tub Talk. But now that people are really getting to know you and you've been doing this thing, everybody gets it. It's like, it's your personality. It's what you do. It's different. And I'm like, Yes, you guys get it. So that's how it came to be. Oh, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle says, <laughs> I know watching, this guy. <laughs> he's watching live on LinkedIn. Hey, Kyle, good to see your face. <laughs> so, Kyle, you're going to be on this podcast pretty soon. <laughs> yes. Says, I'm going to text him later. <laughs> well, I could, you know, I could tell when I first, cause I love to have fun and, and, you know, Stephanie and I both have big personalities. And so I could tell as soon as I met you, I said, Eddie, I think you've got a, you've got a, your character personality, like you're, you're your own person and isn't being successful in business and commercial real estate about being authentic. That's what it's all about. Yep. Sure is. Yeah. And that's what I love about social media is I can put my personality out there. And sometimes I know this is going to be a shocker, not everybody loves it, but I would absolutely love to get that out of the way up front instead of working with someone for six months or a year and just thinking, okay, I don't have to be myself when I go to this meeting and they're going to expect me to wear a suit and tie. And that's just not the way I roll. So I get to be myself and I get to put my personality out there. And then that attracts the type of people that want to work with me that I enjoy working with and vice versa. And I love that, Eddie. The, the one thing, because I want to make sure that we hone in on this, because I hear this all the time of people like, you should not be doing social media. You should not be worried about that. That is not the line of business we're in. That is this, that, and, and I've never done a tub talk. I might start, but I've never done a tub talk. So, I know again. you know. So, so, but think about Not that. Yet. I mean, I, I want you to hone in on some things. I want you to share, you know, you just had this amazing office deal, actually two of them back to back, but you've had some big deals with who you are attracting people through social media, 
share some of those just off the cusp, you know, some of those big commissions you're making because you're being authentic, Eddie. So I wrote an offer this morning because of it. And when I tell you this happens all of the time, I'm talking all of the time. And one of the things that go that goes with it, right, and it's worth saying is I've been in the business for almost seven years. April is going to be seven years. I've been doing social media for six years. So you talk to brokers and they post once or twice and they expect these magical things to happen. I hate to break it to you, but that's not how it works. It's about consistency. So it's the same thing as the old school brokers that sit down and make 50 phone calls every single day. And I do still do some cold calls, but I'll tell you, most of my cold calls aren't cold. They're warm now because people know who I am on social media. But deals just come to me. And the way that I've especially set up my TikTok account to attract business has been unbelievable because it's literally, we know what you do. And normally in the old school process, right? You would go for the phone call, then you'd go for the coffee meeting and then another coffee meeting and then another coffee meeting and then the proposal. And you would go through those steps that could take multiple years, but people go to my accounts, they see who I am, they see what I'm about. You sit down and I can't tell you how many people have said, Eddie, I feel like I already know you. Right. And that that's the no like and trust factor. So that's where I love utilizing social media. And then deals like this morning, it's a, I'm not going to go too deep into it. And I'm going to tell you why also it's, it's a cool use, but the person that's buying this building is across the country. I've never met this person. They FaceTimed with me yesterday for the very first time, said the same thing. I feel like I know you. This is great. So the trust factor is there. And I wrote an offer this morning. Now, here's my one and only caveat for all of the ladies and gentlemen that are on this live and that are going to see this. It only happened once and I'm only ever going to let it happen once. And I'm trying to talk about it more. Never, ever, 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 ever talk about a deal while it's in the deal flow. Yeah. yeah. I lost a deal for a client because I posted something. One of my competitors also saw the post. Guess who ended up outbidding us by $100,000? The competitor. Yeah. So that's my that's my deal, right? I like to and Kyle jokes with me. I like to do posts that are on the fly. So quick, very little editing and just go with it. Some of my posts, I will pretend like it's today, but that really happened a couple months ago because I don't want to spill the beans. So the old school brokers, right? They were always about having everything so close to the chest and my information is yes. so important. I, through that little transaction, I understand it now, but still today, you can Google almost anything and get information. So yeah. we're there to service our, our clients. We're there to educate our clients. We're there to teach our clients. But I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with that are just jumping on loop net and they're like, Eddie, we can't even talk to these brokers because nobody returns our phone call. Can you go ahead how and How often do we it? hear that, Stephanie? Oh my gosh, every, every single time. show. No, well, brokers don't call us back. 
They Every look, week. they know through social media, they know Eddie's got that phone filming his face all the time. So that phone's going to ring and he's going to answer it. I mean, seriously, I think that that goes through their thought process too. You know where so I learned that? The Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company. That's where I actually met my business partner was at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company. And the deal was three rings and you pick up the phone. Yeah. And we've always stuck to that. If Just grab it. It is what it is. Just grab the phone. And if you can't get to it, return it as quick as possible. And that's another Ritz thing is if there is a challenge, it needs to be handled within 15 minutes. There yeah. you go. So the power of social media is that you can make these connections with people in a in a quick quickly and on a large scale. And so you're using that no like trust factor combined. So your secret sauce is, you know, people are allowed or can know like and trust you from watching you on social media. Combine that with the authenticity that you have. And the power of that is that you're shortening the deal process because they get to know your process and, you know, vetting you and stuff. Cause I watched some of your stuff last night and today prepping for our show. And when we got on, like we just started talking right away. So what I want to say to people out there is what you're doing is you're, you're sealing the deal with, with your clients before they even meet you. If they ever meet you in person, cause you're, you're right. We do deals with people and sometimes we never, never see them. Yeah. And that's the cool part. It's just, I remember going into some of the initial meetings and my business partner is an absolute rock star and very much a rainmaker, but going into some of these meetings when I was brand new, before I was doing any social media, I remember being nervous. I remember walking in there and there's this weird intimidation factor. And I started studying it. My first year in commercial real estate, I started studying psychology and I started studying business. And we would leave these minutes, me going to the car and I'd be like, Rami, I saw you do this, 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 and this. And he looks at me and he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, while we were in there, they said this and then you did this. And I saw you go through this process. And he's like, I was just talking to these people. And I'm like, but now I think about the meetings that I go into and like, there's not an intimidation factor. It's like, Hey, I know you, Hey, yes. remember when you did this? And it's just those little things. Kyle talks about a lot, but his dog gets a ton of attention. One thing that is interesting about myself that is getting more traction. I'm type one diabetic. So I've been posting some of that stuff, just like what my blood sugar is or what's going on with my insulin pump. You would be amazed how many people send me direct messages. Oh, my child's type one diabetic or I'm type one diabetic. What are you doing for this? I've made a new friend in Tucson. We're trying to figure out how to get insulin cheaper. It's just one of those little tiny things that's important in my life, important and affects other people's lives. And we're here to build relationships. And that's how it starts sometimes. It's just random little things. So I share the majority of my life with my following. And and there's a lot of things in life that are uncomfortable. And, and so when you put it out there, it takes that uncomfortableness away, which also builds that rapport. And I know when, um, when I found out you did these tub talks. So before, before I looked, I'm yeah. two, there's two words that are coming, 
because I love to take baths too. Okay. But there's, there's two images that are coming into my mind. Tell one me. is, one is bubbles, right? <laughs> Got to have the bubbles for the bath. So I'm, I'm guessing, do you get a lot of bubble baths sent to you? You know what? I've been working like on putting this out to the world. <laughs> I need bubble Neutrogena bath. to sponsor me and just send yes. me bubbles. And I promise I will use them because I'm using things. Yeah, more bubbles. <laughs> I need more bubbles. Neutrogena, the, the rain bath, let me tell you, produces the best bubbles. <laughs> well, the reason I was thinking that bubbles were so important in this particular scenario, Eddie, is that, you know, most men who take baths have, there's the chest hair factor, and then there's the, there's the man nipples. Oops. So I'm thinking, is this what I'm going to see? <laughs> I thought we weren't allowed to say man nipples on this program. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually asked her not to say that. No, it's season. <laughs> oh dear, here comes Kyle. Hey, Kyle, get you. in the top daddy. No wonder you're both superstars. You're sharing the same bathwater. Yeah, the but see, best, I'm, I'm a... go ahead. Go ahead. The best part of taking a bath with Kyle at the Ritz Carlton in Lake Tahoe was the post that his wife did moments before we met up. And she said, my husband's leaving me. He's going to take a bath with another man. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> True story. I've got it on video. Well, if, if you tell me not to say it or you double, double dare me, which Stephanie really did, she said yes. Yeah, say, say it. it. Oops. <laughs> then I'm going to do it because I, to me, that's fun. You know, I like to be, we all are, all three of us here are on the edge in our business, in, in our own way. And so um, I love the fact that you're just, you're one of those um, badasses that we talk about. One of those busting up the whole idea of commercial real estate is I was talking to a broker from the East Coast, from DC um, a, a few weeks ago. And he was the same thing you said, Eddie, he goes, I keep everything close to the vest. I don't talk about what I'm doing, who I'm doing it with, or how I do it. And I could feel that vibe coming through the phone when we were talking. It almost made me feel like I needed to be a little like, I got to keep things close to the vest. And that's not who we are at all. So I love the fact that we're just continuing to evolve in this business. <clears throat> yeah, I can't. I, I just don't like it. I love the team atmosphere that we have in our office. I love that we can talk about things. I love that we can bounce ideas off each other. And honestly, there's some circumstances with other brokers around. It's like, I, I don't know what I can say and what I can't say, but mm -hmm. I want to share as much information as I can. But when I'm in the protection of my office, it's like game on, you know, everybody's trying to, what's the saying? What's the saying? Uh, rising sea raises all boats. My business partner says that all the time. Yeah. It's so true. It's like, come on, guys. Let's collaborate. Let's figure this thing out. Let's get our clients happy. Let's find them what they need. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that whole close to the chest thing, I, it drives me bananas. It's stiff. It's stodgy. It's not collaborative. It's not, you know, it's not contemporary. And yet some people are still thriving in that environment. And I think as we move forward and we're seeing more women, more minorities, more younger people coming into the business, I hope that we continue to just burst that wide open 
And so, um, you know, I love social media as well. And Stephanie and her team are super active. Also, if, for people in commercial real estate that, you know, are ready to dip their toe in to social media, what are some tips and helping comments that you can share with our audience? Yeah, I would say don't tip your toe in. I would say go all in. It, it's going to be it's going to be a process. At first, it's going to suck. It's going to feel like nobody's watching your stuff, but I promise they are. And then it's just going to start snowballing. And as you're producing content, your content's going to get better. And as it gets better, you're going to have different people that reach out to you. And it's just a process. It's a relationship building tool, just like any other tool like we would do with a bus bench back in the want to be that person that's in front of everyone. And I, I also want to mention this, the amount of time that I spend using direct messages, talking to clients is probably equivalent to the amount of time that I'm on the phone. I, I would be embarrassed to check the algorithm and the statistics in my iPhone to see how much time I am spending on Instagram. But literally I'm going back and forth. Uh, here's, here's a good little story. I represented a landlord on a shopping center. One of the tenants in the spaces was building up a huge cell phone business. We had a talk one day. We talked about social media. We followed each other. Guess who he called when he decided he wanted to get out of that business and go into the restaurant business? You. Yeah. And that was, that was years in between. So he called me. So we've already done one deal. And what was cool about that deal, it was 100% sourced on TikTok. Wow. Jennifer Hill is another broker in Phoenix, Arizona. She did a quick walkthrough on TikTok of the space. Space was perfect for him. I sent him the TikTok. He said, let's go see it. Before the deal hit CoStar, we already had it locked up. And now we're, now we're working bam, on bam. his... Yeah, now we're working Love on a it. second bricks and mortar store. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I have so, so many of these little stories. I need to write these down. You do need to write these down. You need to your you know, is is Instagram your your social media of because you're saying TikTok too. So are you across all channels? Talk to us about that. TikTok is my favorite, and I like the reach that I get, and I like the community that I've built. So each one kind of has their own demographics. Their own. What I did, and I learned this by, this is awesome too. So Gary V is a social media marketing guy. Yeah. And I take a lot of the things that he says to heart. And one of the things that he says is, you're a little bit of a different person when you're at the bar than you are when you're in the office. So if you're on LinkedIn, you're in the office. If you're at the bar hanging out with your buddies, you're acting like you're on TikTok. So there is a little bit of a different flavor in between those different platforms. I kind of break that rule a little bit. Like I would not put a tub talk on LinkedIn. I just don't think I just don't think it makes a lot of sense. You you never know what you <laughs> so might open up if you start doing that. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying that I won't did. test it. I'm just I saying test it. I think you should test it. I think you you know get a whole series of people together, everybody in their own 
tub from all over the country and launch it on LinkedIn and see what happens. You never know. I'm going to write that down. It's a so challenge. Eddie, you remember I was telling you about the three martini lunch <laughs> event where there was where a whole panel of us or like Hollywood squares. You could do like three martini tub and you could have all these people on the screen in their tub talking about I like this. real estate. Yeah. So you okay. never know what that's going to bring. But back back to the social media platforms, though, because yes. you know that that we're coming up with some great ideas there. You know, so TikTok, Instagram. Are you still doing Facebook? Are you doing Facebook Stories? Are you just not on Facebook? I, honestly, I posted to Facebook the other day, and the I didn't even know what my password was. So it's been a while since I've played in there. Um, I think it makes sense. I don't know. It was it was one of those things that got pushed to the side when I really went all in on Instagram. And then for a little while, I was doing Snapchat. And then I was doing LinkedIn. And now I'll post a little bit to YouTube. So they do all take a little bit of time. And I recycle and repurpose a lot of the uh, a lot of my content. content. Yeah. And, and a little hack that I really like to do, I use a editing app called InShot. And InShot makes it very easy for you to make it look as if content is branded by those different sources. So if you look at my LinkedIn stuff, I'll always have the little LinkedIn circle. Or if you had stuff that goes to Facebook, it would have the Facebook. So those little branding things, I really like to do that. But it's the same content. It's just getting recycled and reused. But Facebook just wasn't my, especially after TikTok. You here's here's an analogy that I like to use. You're like, forget you, about it. <laughs> you know when you like went to grandma's house and you're like sitting down and watching that lame show, and then you got to go home and you got to play video games. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like on Facebook, it's just like, oh, I don't want to watch the show. And then you go to TikTok and like, holy smokes, the creativity, the funness factor. That's how I feel about those two. So I have a question then, because I need to know this for myself. You know, I have a 13-year-old a, a daughter and she's like, mom, I want a full-time job running your TikTok, which I have an account, but I've never done anything with it. I'm going to, I'm behind the times, Eddie. I'm 45 years old. I'm behind the times. What That's is not the a good enough excuse. I know, I know, but it's my excuse today until I, you know, hold myself accountable or hire Brooklyn, my 13 year old to do this. But what's your average client that you're picking up? What's their age bracket that, of who you're picking up on TikTok? So what the largest growing demographic is on TikTok is 30 to 50. And those are the people that are reaching out to me saying, hey, I need space for lease or, hey, come check out this building. Or the 72-year-old doctor who called me, he found me. So TikTok, what I don't like about TikTok, there's one missing little cog. Mm -hmm. If you're not connected with the person, they cannot send you a direct message. Ah, okay. So I've got a lot of followers, but I don't have a lot of people that I'm following. Now, what I've also realized is the people that have no content and have no profile are most likely my clients. Those are the ones that are watching me. They don't produce any content. They are building owners. They are business owners. So this gentleman, my TikTok is linked to my Instagram. He sent me a direct message. 
he calls me on the phone the next day, says, meet me in my office. And we're setting up a really big deal right now. And I had no clue really where he came from until the day of the meeting where he knows me. And I took a business partner with, and he's like, hey, Blay, found you on TikTok. And his <laughs> assistant was in her 70. 40s. She's like, she's like, doc, you're on TikTok? And he goes, what do you think I do in between patients? And she's like, oh, yeah. You're supposed to be washing your hands so, with that bubble So I, I asked that question because, you know, not too long ago, I sat in, you know, on, on, on a webinar, you know, thing about where, where somebody in this space was teaching on things. And okay. what you just said is, is, is the opposite of what they were saying. They were saying that TikTok is the, is the, is our children. They don't have any money yet. Da, 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 da. But that's not true. And you're proof of that. So I Absolutely. love learning this because I'm learning today. Like I'm way behind the times when it comes to, 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 honestly, I'm one of those people that think if you're on TikTok, my, you know, I, which I had happened this week, somebody got access to my debit card and spent $114,000 in three hours off Ooh. my debit card. And I'm like, did that happen from TikTok? You know? Did I tell you guys about that new Porsche I bought? It was only $114,000. <laughs> That's funny. So, Eddie, I want to ask you about I'm Stephanie and I are both big on leverage. Yes. And tell us about how you use leverage to run or if you do to run your social media machine. How I use leverage. So are you talking about kind of how they flow together? Do you, do you or have just... a, do you have a virtual assistant? Do you have a marketing person? Do you have who edits your videos and puts all of the bubbles? And I, I know you love rubber ducks. It's all too, Eddie. So it's all how Eddie. How are you making that iPhone. happen? Yeah, it's all me on the iPhone and InShot. That stuff is so ridiculously easy to do once you get a rhythm. Uh -huh. So Tub so Talks. Yes, you're doing all that yourself. Tub talks are done in generally one seating. I say it once. If I completely screw it up, I'll redo it. But mostly it's one time. Before I am out of the bathtub, tub talk is posted. So I literally do everything right there. It on the bubbles, phone. the bubbles on the iPhone, it's it's literally the press of a button in InShot. So that takes nothing. If anything, it's the text, the tub talk, hashtag tub talk and whatever episode I'm on, that takes the longest portion of it. And you change all of the sizing. So if you want it to live on Instagram, you can change it just based on what you yeah. want. Right. It, it's really easy. If you want to throw different. music, yeah, if you want to throw music on See? it, you can do that. I love that, Eddie. I love that. You're doing everything yourself. You're not spending thousands upon thousands of dollars like all these digital people that keep reaching out to me. If I had 10 bucks for every digital person that said they could create me great content, I would be so wealthy that I wouldn't even be doing anything, right? Because you have your dollars so back. <laughs> well, it, yeah, more than that, because it's like every five minutes I get a LinkedIn message. I'm a digital creator. Yes. I'm a digital creator. I'm a digital creator. And I'm like, oh my God, who 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 is not a digital creator these days? Right. But yeah. I love that, Eddie, because it's, it, you know, anybody entering into commercial real estate or whatever space can literally do what you're doing, start branding themselves, start building their content for no money. It's free. It really and is. Then our, 
are you reposting everything to your different site? Well, you have your Instagram and your TikTok connected, but let's say you want to post on LinkedIn. Are you doing that in the tub too? No, not necessarily. He's so it just to. depends on, yeah, it just, <laughs> it just depends. Like mo all of my stuff is done on the fly. If I, and this tell. is just, it's like just it. the way my brain works too. Like yeah. there's a video that I filmed with a friend a while ago and it's living in the computer somewhere. I was trying to figure out a different editing app and it's like out of sight, out of mind. Right. So I've got my phone in front of me. I want to say something. I'm in the car. Oh, that looks cool. Boom. Do it. Okay. Looks good. Chop off the ends, hit the button and go. Awesome. And then have you ever dropped your phone in the tub? I have. These are waterproof. Did you know that? <laughs> the new one's waterproof? Yeah. I, I, I think wait, it didn't show what was below the surface, did it? No. <laughs> I'm not even going to make a comment. Don't try to bait me, Steph. Don't try to bait me because that's what she does. <laughs> I see how I'm she is. I'm learning. Yeah. She's I'm a learning. troublemaker. <laughs> no, I can only imagine. They're not doing those live, so you're safe. It's not like you're on a, you know, a, a lot, or you are live in the tub. My friend Jennifer Hill and I were doing some lives for a while. Yeah, so literally, you just take the phone, though, and prop it up, and you're good to go. Until it falls in moments. the tub and shows what's below the surface. Just, just yeah, make just sure you shut off the video before you get out of the bubbles. Eddie. Noted. All right. Eddie? I'm on it. <laughs> Wait, so are I'm we all doing, right. are we doing a tub talk? Is that, is that what I, we're doing? I think we need to plan it. We got to get all, all I'm the friends, in. all the buddies, all these people. And yeah, yeah. Well, well, we already know Kyle about, will do it. Yeah, I, we know I have Kyle an idea, Eddie. You know those limousines that have the hot tubs in them? Shut up. We should be mobile hot tub tub talk. What do you think? 100% yes. 100% yes. Okay. That's We're going to so have to easy. do that in Lake Tahoe in uh, this summer. You're going to have to come to the Women of Influence with your... Come to Globe Street's Women of... All your friends are going to be there. All right. Let's go. Are there yeah. are those limos still around? I feel like there's got to hey, be one somewhere. There, in we Nevada, can find anything sure in Nevada. You can find anything you want. It's all a matter of motivation and price <laughs> we okay. can like it we are motivated and we have lots of money so we're this good this is the land we're of good. anything goes in nevada so can't That's wait to awesome. see you it's been so fun having you on the show today steph what do you think i love it eddie thank you for for all of this i mean i think you know anybody that watches this i mean i love it because all the naysayers that always say oh my god y'all are so ridiculous or you should not be doing that and it's like look until you put as much money in your bank account as I have, I suggest you shut your mouth. Right? Right? <laughs> I mean, it's working. And look, you you know, you have taken it even further than I'm even comfortable taking it. But now you have inspired me <laughs> to say, okay, let's go do this. Like, you know, what's going to be the rule this week is that at the Gills and Global team meeting this coming Friday, I'm going to say to them, okay, now you got to listen to this you got to listen to this and it's going to be you, Eddie, and they're all going to have to get comfortable too, right? Because we've been saying this, right? We've all been saying this. I've been saying this. My team's been saying this, but then we haven't gone and done it. And so yeah. I'm going to yeah, tell them how well you are and how in. successful you are. And, and when they're whining, I'm going to go, look, 
Eddie, Eddie uses Instagram and he's making a fortune. Why can't you? There's no whining in commercial real estate. Okay. No None. whining. And let's get, let's get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And, and you've been a fabulous guest today, Eddie. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, ladies. <laughs> I'm serious. We got to do this. We're doing We're it. We're going to do it. We got to hold each Damn other on. accountable. Kyle's in. <laughs> Kyle's always in. I'm sending you some rain bath, Neutrogena, extra bubbly sauce. The pump You're so good to me. Sauce. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Eddie. Have a good day. Have a good See you guys. Eddie, take Bye. care. Bye. Bye.